2: Social distancing and to mitigate the spread of the COVID 19 virus. We will conduct this meeting like in person meetings. Commissioners, during roll call, please indicate your current location. Also, during the meeting, please remain on camera, just as you would be visible during in person meetings. And uh, finally, uh, please mute your microphone when not speaking. But for public comment, um, that will be conducted via telephone only. Uh, to, so, to speak during any of the public comment opportunities, please call one of the following two toll-free numbers, uh, 877-853-5247 or 888-788-0099. And enter the meeting ID number, 956-8718-7876 on your phone. This information is also available on the published agenda in the public notices section of the city website on the broadcast of this uh, meeting on CTN channel 16, at channel 99 and online at uh, a2gov.org slash watch CTN. At this time, we're ready for the land acknowledgement. Uh, so Joe, would you please read it?
1: Yep.
3: Um... I acknowledge that the land the city of Ann Arbor occupies is the ancestral, traditional, and contemporary lands of the Anishinaabe and Wyandot peoples. I further acknowledge that our city stands, like almost all property in the United States, on lands obtained generally in unconsciousable ways from indigenous peoples. The taking of this land was formalized by the Treaty of Detroit in 1807. Knowing where we live, work, study, and recreate does not change the past, but a thorough understanding of the ongoing consequences of this past can empower us in our work to create a future that supports
1: human flourishing and justice for all individuals. Thank you, Joe.
2: All right, again, I'd like to State that John Mursky, Chair Mursky, will not be present in tonight's meeting. He is uh, traveling on vacation with his family. And so, Joe, could you please take the roll call?
3: Yep. And as uh, Vice Chair Colin Garcia stated, please state where you are um, as you affirm you are here. Um, Commissioner Maycomer,
4: uh, I'm here and joining from my house in the Ann Arbor.
3: Um, Commissioner Levin said they will not be present today. Um, uh, Council member Briggs, here in Ann Arbor. Um, Council member Redina is not present.
1: Um, Commissioner McCoy is not present. Uh, Commissioner Kerber, present from here in Ann Arbor. Uh, Commissioner Overpeck,
5: here from Ann Arbor
3: commissioner smith
5: here in ann
2: arbor
3: uh, commissioner conan
2: present and com- calling in from
1: ann arbor commissioner zittleman here in ann arbor uh, commissioner mckenna hi president calling from ann arbor commissioner harp here in my
3: home in ann arbor and commissioner berkowitz
6: here from my home in ann arbor as well
3: and then I see
1: Councilmember Redina is in the waiting room, so let me promote them real quick. Uh, we we're just doing roll call, so Councilmember Redina. I'm here in
3: Ann
2: Arbor.
1: Sorry for joining late.
3: All good. Back to you, Vice Chair.
2: Alrighty. At this time, we are um, at the approval of the agenda. Is there a motion to approve the agenda as posted?
1: Right. And a second. Okay. Commissioner Harp. So, Retina and Harp. Next. Okay. Um,
2: Approval of minutes. Is there a motion to approve the minutes as posted? Raise your hand if you want to propose changes or discussion issue, or if not, then just. Um, does anyone have any changes they'd like to propose? First of all, oh, all right. So seeing no suggestions, uh, requests for changes. Can you have a motion to approve the minutes? Thank you, Councilmember Briggs. And- Seconded by Commissioner uh, Conan. I hope I got that pronunciation right. Great. So uh, at this point in time, we have an opportunity for public input. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes. If you're watching on CTN, please call 888-788-0099 or and enter the meeting ID 95687187876. This information is also displayed on the meeting agenda and video feed. City staff will select callers that have raised their hand one by one using the last three digits of your phone number. To electronically raise your hands to indicate your desire to speak, please press star nine on your phone. You will hear an automated announcement that the host is allowing you to speak. When speaking, please move to a quiet area and mute any television or background sound so that we may hear you clearly. Please state your name and address at the beginning
1: of your comment. Um, Caller ending in 340.
7: Uh, Good evening. I'm Dr. Lauren Sargent, speaking on behalf of Washtenaw 350. I live at 2815 Ember Way in Ann Arbor. We are pleased to see an update on the proposed DTE Landfill Solar Project on tonight's agenda. We have followed this proposal over several years and recognize that staff have invested a lot of time and effort in crafting a bargain. However, in the interim, much has changed. The project is currently on hold due primarily to cost considerations and supply chain issues. This may be a blessing in disguise. Under the terms of the current agreement, DTE will be recovering costs from the city and residents of Ann Arbor and Pittsfield Township. DTE, however, will own the project, allowing them to profit directly and acquire green bragging rights. We are currently awaiting the results of a feasibility study for several mechanisms and paths to facilitate Ann Arbor's road to achieving our 2030 renewable energy goals, including a municipal electric utility. Giving over the only large plot of land in the city suitable for a solar farm to DTE for a solar installation needlessly limits our options a priori. Under the new Federal Inflation Reduction Act, cities are now eligible for the 30% federal investment tax credits for solar for the first time. Further, the city with our AAA plus bond rating can already finance such a project at much lower interest rates than DTE. Taken together, this drastically changes the financial equation. It is our understanding that under the current partnership agreement, DTE will get the lion's share of the benefits from this project while closing off some of our best pathways to 100% renewable energy by 2030. Under the IRA, we would now qualify for direct federal subsidies to pay for construction of a solar installation on our landfill. Why wouldn't we take this opportunity to change course or, at the very least, reevaluate particularly as the project is now on hold we have been handed a once in a lifetime opportunity let's use it wisely and well thank you
1: thank you um thank you. caller ending in three three four Caller ending in 334. should have permission to speak. All right, we're going to loop back, um, going to caller 228. Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Awesome. My name is Greg Woodring, and I am the president of Ann
8: Arbor for Public Power. I'm calling in, similar to the previous caller, excited about uh, the potential of an update on the solar landfill project. I uh, was under the impression Dr. Stoltz will be able to provide this update. Um, And we in Ann Arbor for Public Power have uh, been following this quite closely as well. given uh dr Salt's update at the previous energy commission meeting that the project is currently on hold due to cost overruns uh, we would really like to see the city potentially consider re-examining how we are approaching this deal Um, certainly we acknowledge that city staff has put a tremendous amount of time and effort into this project and we absolutely would like to see it constructed the uh landfill site is probably the city's best possible site to build solar within the city limits, and it absolutely should be done. However, the current arrangement does leave a lot to be desired. Uh, currently, the way uh, while DTE would be financing the project, the cost would be entirely on either city residents or the city, thus passing the cost on to residents again through taxes. Uh, this is because the uh, cost of the debt service on the debt that DTE would be taking out to build the project would be covered in the form of credits that uh, consumers could opt into and any overrun credits that aren't opted into by residents would be guaranteed to be purchased by the city. Um, This means that uh, residents would uh, be able to claim to be using the renewable energy. However, uh, that is simply an accounting you know, factor and actuality DTs will be providing these people with the same power that they provide everybody else. And since it is an additional credit that they are paying on their bill, they're still paying for the entirety of the fossil fuel infrastructure. Instead, they're just simply paying additional to build this facility. So in effect, Ann Arbor is already paying the cost of building this facility. However, at the end of it, Ann Arbor is not going to own it. Given that this is a revenue-generating asset, we are essentially just subsidizing, uh, in fact, paying entirely for a project that is going to make DTE money.
3: Um, 30 seconds. I understand.
8: Thank you so much. I would certainly just like to see this be brought up as a future item to consider. Um, Maybe looking at this deal again, since now with the IRA, the city can take advantage of the tax credits, meaning that The primary advantage of doing this to the private market is eliminated. Um, So thank you very much. And I would love to be in contact with the rest of the energy commission and would be willing to present on this. Uh, We have a a proposal that we'll be sending to all of
1: you shortly. So thank you for your time. Looking forward to an exciting discussion tonight. Thank you. Caller ending in 245. Yes, um, my name is
4: Kathleen Murphy. I live at 315 Linda Vista Street in the 5th Ward. I'd like to comment also on the landfill. The proposed Ann Arbor Landfill Solar Project is a 20-megawatt solar installation on roughly 70 acres at the site of the Cap City landfill on the corner of Ellsworth and Platte Roads. The 20 megawatts could almost exactly meet city government's total power requirements and are equivalent to about 4.5% of Ann Arbor community's overall power demand. The site is the only one owned by the city that's suitable for such a large scale renewable power installation. The landfill project is a critically important renewable energy initiative. And we uh, commend the city staff who have worked for it diligently and creatively for many years. Under the terms of the current partnership with DTE, DTE is recovering all its costs from the city and its residents, yet will fully own the project. This is not an equitable arrangement and severely limits the city's options for future use of the site. The city should consider building, operating, and owning the landfill solar project without DTE. In, uh, Inflation Reduction Act makes mu- municipalities eligible for the first time for the federal investment tax credit for solar projects that credit is now 30 percent the city can finance the project at more favorable rates than dte if financed and built in phases and single distribution lines gradually installed the electricity can be directed to city facilities first to the wastewater treatment plant then later to other high demand city government users the city could eventually provide landfills solar-generated electricity to community customers under an SEU or other municipal utility. Um, I suggest that the next Energy Commission meeting looks into this topic
1: more thoroughly. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Um, Caller ending in 228. I, I think that you came back to the wrong caller. This is uh, Greg again. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, I am seeing no other hands. Okay, seeing no other hands,
2: we move on to our next agenda item, which is the discussion on our 2023 2023- Priorities. In, um, the, so the format for tonight's working session uh, will be just literally a discussion of of all of the um, topics that were put forth and uh, that we all have received uh, from Joe. And uh, we're going to force rank the t- topics essentially, just taking um, the list. We're going to go through it and uh, allow commissioners to briefly present the, the, the commissioners. I don't know, Joe, you and I, between the two of us, we can coordinate how folks are gonna be um, uh, talking about uh, each of the topics, the proposed topics. And then we'll have an opportunity to vote on them. And, um, and then we'll just, we'll sum up from there. So, going on, Joe, do you, do you want to read them out or would you like to sum them up? Basically, we have, we have, uh, sixteen topics of interest. Um, we have typically, so we will have approximately ten meetings next year, uh, assuming that we have one working session and a month off, like we like we did this year. And during our our energy commission meetings, we have been covering between one and three topics per session, uh, depending on the topic. So uh, considering that um, we can have um, we can we can possibly fit all of the topics that have been presented, uh, depending at the on the uh, depth that we take them to. So, um, all right, I'll hand it off to you, Joe. Oh yes, Claire. i sorry to interrupt here. I didn't receive the document. Was did it come through email from Joe? Joe sent a, a an email letting us know that he had posted it on Legistar. Okay. So if you want to go through the um the agenda, you can click. There's a live link to it. Anybody else have any questions? All
1: right. Joe? Yeah. Um, like I said, it was it was attached in the agenda.
3: Um, but to quickly go over what they were, um, there's again more more information there if you're looking for more of a breakdown on some of them and we'll have a chance to have people who just suggested and also others to chat about it Um, but a couple things on the inflation reduction act um, mostly around how it can be best used by the city and how we can encourage uh, residents to take advantage of the offerings in it Um, had some stuff on looking at alternative ways of providing power to ann arbor that could be outside of the traditional um, utility structure and outside of other options proposed, such as municipalization or the SEU. Um, some talked on district geothermal, including microgrids with geothermal, um, an update in, and um, conversation on support of green rental housing as it goes forward, um, looking at different ways to incentivize all electric new construction, including um, in discussions with the planning committee and others um bulk buy of various things that would be in support of electrification weatherization and energy efficiency uh, for homes and buildings in ann arbor um conversation on the landfill solar project um updates seeing what's happening and uh discussing ways to move forward um updates on the energy concierge um both the in-person and virtual options that have been discussed um some talk on the climate millage uh, that was recently passed talking about uh plans for spending and how slash how it'll be used um discussion on looking at hydropower at Ann Arbor owned dams um which I will note previously had reached out to folks and in um, this or tentatively could take place in February, if that is still what you are all interested in. Um, discussion on the feasibility study once it is complete and presented. Um, so talking through what is in there, the recommendations and um, taking that information and making uh, decisions off of it. Going further into EV charging at multifamily units, um, looking into additional uh, mitigation and adaptation strategies that either are currently being looked at or um, thinking about new things that could be looked at um going further into how we are reporting out on the a two zero plans progress, including um, having more transparent and more real-time options for people to you know kind of see um what is what is happening as we're moving forward on our goals um going into transportation, electrification, looking at a couple different options that can, you know, including uh, the bus system, different transit, um, and a little bit anything and everything there. Um, And then there was some talk in the past about having someone out to talk about U of M's scope three procurement study, um, and having some of the people out to discuss what they're doing there to kind of better inform what we are doing as a city. Um, Those are things I got, like I said, there's more information in the um file that was attached to the agenda um but if anyone has any other questions i can answer those otherwise back to you uh vice chair to delve into discussion
2: all right so our first um run of questions or comments yes council member briggs
0: thanks i just wanted to um i guess follow up on how you introduced this in that we might since there are 10 meetings and we can have more than one topic per meeting, um, and we might be able to cover all of these items. Is there is there a need to vote on which ones we wanna um, cover over the next year, just before we kind of go into that phase, just the rationale behind kind of prioritizing these. Maybe it's just the sequence of which we, uh, by which we might, you know, approach them. But.
3: Yeah, I will, I will note on my end, at least, I'm more than fine with whatever works for all of you. Um, some of the stuff, just because I, I know the rationale from some of the previous was the things that are more important were getting discussed earlier on. Um, you know, some of the things that are in there are kind of just by, at least from the OSI side, are kind of going to be limited to when stuff kind of happens. Um, You know, for instance, with... um more more discussion on like the feasibility study we can't say much about it until there is the feasibility study findings um so some of these things that are in here can certainly be earlier or later just kind of depending when again it is most relevant um but i know in the past it was kind of by whatever topics had the most interest were the ones kind of talked about sooner um so i'm i'm fine either way but whatever works uh best for you all in determining
1: what kind of priorities you want to focus on and when you want to focus on them. Commissioner Overpeck. Hi, thanks.
5: Um, Yeah, I think we're really talking about putting things in order of uh, importance, uh, things that need to get moved first um, and what ones maybe can wait. Uh, And I think we need to just build in a clause then for the sustainability office. They have to actually be able to prepare and um, in some cases do some analysis, I reckon. Um, But the IRA is the one, and utilization of the IRA strikes me as the most important one to do as soon as we can um, with those constraints, simply because it offers potentially a lot of resources that the city could use. Um, and we better understand how to how to go about that. But I don't know how we would uh, get the basis for our discussion. You know, either the office has to do it, or we have to bring in a real expert. And I would uh, just to keep from overworking the office. I would um, think it would be really great uh, to bring in a real expert and and have the office do it too, perhaps, so we really don't mess up and uh, lose out on some uh, resources that could really make a difference for the city. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Commissioner Overpeck, Um, commissioner McKenna.
9: Hi, thanks. I just wanted to add on, um, to what commissioner Overpeck was saying and, um, just share that I've actually seen some of these, um, expert presentations on the IRA so far, um, just kind of being in the built environment space. I'm as a former professional and currently in research. Um, and uh, folks positioned as experts, they don't really know um, how the money is going to be distributed. Like, I think we know enough about. Uh, th- there's been some, you know, some nice write-ups and maybe some initial thoughts on how this might take shape. But um, for instance, um, I've heard that Eagle, who is going to be distributing the funds, won't know exactly how that's going to happen. Um, maybe until the spring. And so, unfortunately, although we want to have access to the money in January 2023, like it's written in the bill, um, that may not be the case. So I just wanted to share that.
2: That's very informative. Thank you so much, Commissioner McKenna. Uh, Commissioner Hart.
10: Thank you. One of the things that I was looking at in the proposed items was perhaps some of the ways in which uh, some of the areas are, are related um, in terms of the topics of discussion and how they might be bundled together um, and so in particular some of the areas of municipalization the feasibility study and and whether it's the solar landfill project or, or the Argo dam or what have you um, those seem to those at least appear to be sort of similar similar topics also with respect to the um, the update on the concierge um, the Inflation Reduction Act and the Green Rental Housing Program all doing dealing with sort of uh, the sort of service des- design and the information and sort of engagement of residents or building owners around options that they might have. So I was just trying to think about some of the ways in which we might uh, think about the ordering and how we make sense of, of what some of the insights that we might learn about these are and, and how we can help them build upon each other.
2: It's a really good observation, and um, I was looking at it from that angle as well. And I think it would be worth actually, um, um, you know, taking a stab at it. You know, us as a group, or if it's just like a subgroup, wants to like get together and um, and provide your, you know, your your bundled perspectives, like what you would put in, in the different little buckets, so to speak, and um, like how we can approach that, and maybe it could be a phased like phased um explorations for this anyone else commissioner mckenna
1: thanks
9: just a brief comment um i wanted to mention that uh, a planning commissioner uh, reached out to me this month after or yes directly after their meeting um a couple last week and wanted to talk about the zoning ordinance um on the i don't like the word ban but the um end of use of uh, fossil fuels in new construction. And so that seems uh, really pressing. Uh, I I have to admit, I don't know what the outcome of that planning commission meeting was, um, but I'd love to either have an update or just maybe have a a meeting of the minds between the planning commission and, and our group to make sure that we're aligned or at least informing each other.
2: So like having prioritizing as far as timing is concerned, yeah, it, se- it seems pressing
9: just given that that it's it's been on their agenda and um, both someone from the planning commission reached out to me and actually a citizen also reached out to me. So for what, you know, we want to make sure that um, if it's on these minds then then maybe we're, we're also um, treating it with priority.
3: Okay. Um, All right. I, I'll note as for, for timing, um, they, I believe they're having a works or they, they, Postponed voting on their recommendation until um, I think it was March, and they're going to be having a working session in
1: February um, to frame people's thoughts on timing. So then February then, we
2: could put a placeholder on that. Okay, we have one topic in one month as a placeholder. Uh, If You want to maybe coordinate if that's something that we can arrange for both uh commissions to to meet together if they would be open for that um and then and then we can move forward
1: yeah i can reach out to the like brett is their staff liaison so okay
2: okay anyone else uh commissioner
0: briggs oh sorry councilmember briggs thanks yeah i would just wanted a second that i think this is hugely hugely consequential for the city um, and um, how we roll it out um, should it pass is um, also There's there there are interest, as you can imagine, from a lot of different sectors um, around this, and council is already beginning to hear about it. So I think making sure that um, we are taking um, very deliberative steps and very informed steps as we move forward makes makes a lot of sense and doing as much collaboration as possible and. um, Understanding what questions are not answered yet and what what information that we need to to um, to move this forward in our own community is really important. Um, And then. In terms of other priorities, um, I would say the, the climate millage which passed, um, I would say that early on we probably want to have a really strong understanding uh, before the budget cycle about what the recommendations are for how the, that funding will be spent, um, certainly in the next couple of years since, since this is a biennial budget, um, but also kind of a longer-term approach as well. I think we're going to need, this is a 20-year millage, and so it's a great Vote of confidence from the community to do this, but that um, it just means that we need to be very thoughtful um, and again deliberate in how we spend, this, spend these funds.
2: So, as far as the budget, the budget process, uh, Council Member Briggs, what what are the months that we're looking at, and what would you recommend that we um, um, schedule
0: for discussion on this topic? Yeah, I defer to staff in terms of when how they're pulling together to budget stuff, but I would guess that maybe March might be the right timeframe for them. Okay, all right. Thank you,
2: um, Council Member Rodina.
1: Thanks. I just wanted to draw Joe's attention. I think uh, Commissioner McCoy is over in the attendees trying to join. Thank you. Thanks for letting us know. All right, anybody else? So, okay, just a quick recap.
2: Um, okay, let me just ask you, um, Commissioner McKenna, based on on what you're learning, when will the information about the IRA be um, being more available or be beginning to be made available?
9: I've heard through uh, Eagle that that's, it's more like March, um, but we might want to stay flexible in case they get themselves together and have more information before that. Um, but I think uh, OSI is probably tracking that pretty closely. Um, Joe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, maybe we can just leave that as a floater for early spring. And um, be able to prioritize it if if there's more information.
3: Yeah, we're in a similar, very similar spot. Um, Spring would probably be earliest. Um, Some of the other stuff we just don't know (laughs) um, is kind of it. Like if we were talking about it, you know, January, February, it would largely be the same discussion we're having right now of not really sure. Uh, We have the broad. Outlines of how stuff are, but some of the, again, like some of the stuff, like a lot of the the direct rebates have to flow from federal to state. So the state has to figure out how they're setting everything up. It has to be approved. Then they get the money, then they can disperse it. So it could be even uh, later for when that money is actually flowing in. Um, but once that general framework is known, we can chat about it um, in, a, in anticipation of it. Similar for some of the stuff that would be funding directly to um, local governments, for instance, like, again, we know what is outlined there, but we don't exactly still know the system in place for how um, those funds would be um, deposited to local governments such as ourselves. Um, so late spring, early summer is probably from our current guess, probably the earliest we could talk about it. Um, ideally, it would be sooner, um, but kind of in the state slash federal hands at the moment for figuring all that out.
2: Okay, all right. Um, is there something that you wanted to add to this, Commissioner Smith?
11: Yes, uh, just kind of building off of uh, Councilmember Briggs' comments and understanding kind of the climate millage, um, you know, funding and how that may be allocated. Would also like to uh, propose that we prioritize uh, a two plan. Um, progress, kind of real time reporting and transparency, I think a lot of the topics mentioned here kind of fall within actions under that A20 plan. And so to the extent that we can understand kind of at that deeper action level, where we're at, where we may be falling short and where, you know, we might want to think about solutions on kind of how to to make up for some of those shortfalls, uh, I think would be uh, very helpful. Um, And think about kind of, you know, how can we post again at that action level Real-time reporting on, on how we're doing, um, and you know, perhaps that would also inform you know how certain funds should be allocated uh, to, to better support uh, kind of reaching that carbon
1: neutrality goal.
2: So, I just want to like make sure that I understand as far as how uh, the transparency and the real-time reporting fits in with the climate millage. Um, To Like, are you suggesting that we meet early to like offer like, like framework or format suggestions for the transparency? Is that what you're is that what you're
11: Yeah, I I think that's right. And I think overall that it might help, um, you know, understanding kind of where we're at, where we might want to reprioritize any of the topics that we have on this list. you know, should it be transportation electrification? Should it be building efficiency? Because now we have a deeper understanding of kind of where we're at overall with the plan. So let me ask you this,
2: Joe. Um, if if let's say it, it, we're targeting March to um, like convene and have a discussion on um, the climate mileage and offering suggestions to council, would OSI be able to give us information about progress on a 20 so far, including, you know, the hurdles that we've been facing and you know the challenges, and and so that we can see what there is and what there isn't, and and begin to to work on on what we can recommend.
3: Um. Yeah, I know. There's we're we're currently working through a couple web based stuff trying to figure out how to have some of the more of that real-time reporting. Um, some of it's kind of just in various phases of figuring out what we can and can't like do on our website, just technology capacity wise. Um, and that's kind of where the the holdup is at the moment. Um, I want to say by, you know, March, we would have more information on that or at the very least kind of saying like, here's where we're at with it and some of the limitations we have. Um, And so starting to think about how we can move forward with um, either, you know, continuing on a path or thinking through different options to kind of get that regular cadence out there. Um, So I I would, I believe that's feasible. I would just need to check with um, the people working directly on that to confirm. Um, But in terms of like millage and everything like that, that should be more than fine. I know we, we have the end of this week, we have our, have our, our like big strategy sessions for, um, getting all like the big guiding vision out there. Um, in addition to, um, what you see on the website that was, uh, that, that kind of budget in there, um, it's, it will stick very closely to that just because that's what was presented before the voters. Um, so that's a good general sense. Um, but yeah, we're going into the bigger vision of how to start distilling that into specific programs. Um, it's already been being done. We're having a full team work this week. Um, and then we'll be getting everything more operationalized in March would be
2: just fine. All right, and um, so uh, barring the ability to actually have a like a public presentation on the web, um, are, there, are there going to be like just reports available? You know, like narrative lay down with metrics and, and, and what's been put in place so far um, with, you know, complete like mapping onto the strategy. Is that gonna be available?
3: We're trying to move further than that. Kind of have, you know, like data dashboards, things like that, so you can kind of see more real-time data and just be more than you know, just a report that comes out once a year. Um, again, we're just trying to figure out what we have the technical capacity to with our existing website, as well as looking at other other options that could potentially fit within um, our framework and the city's framework that uh, we have for
1: us web-wise.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Thanks. All right. Anybody else? So.
2: All right. So uh, I have you've looked at the electrification. We've looked at federal funding, the IRA. We've looked at the climate millage so far um, that we want to address um, and um, is uh, It'd be great if we can have, it also like um, the electrification in terms of like timing with the planning commission, I just wanna make sure, um, including that as well. Um, and um, as far as the, the solar landfill, is that something that um, there's information available at this point in time, Joe?
3: Um, I don't have anything outside of what Missy has previously talked about. Um, I can, you know, if if that's something that we want to prioritize having a, you know, bigger discussion on sooner rather than later, we can work to, um, work to address that and kind of have something for you and kind of give an update. Um, but as far as what I'm aware of, we're in the kind of similar holding
1: pattern at the moment. Okay. I'm just looking over the list right now real quick here. Where are we, do you know,
2: what the green rental housing?
1: Yeah. Um, we are
2: like so close to moving forward with this.
3: Yeah. One thing to note is the, the way things were structured. Green housing was going is um, slated to be after herd, um, which we heard from Zach about recently. Um, so herd will go before green rental housing. Um, so that that's kind of the timeline of it. Green, rent, re, green rental housing overall, a lot of the framework kind of there is more or less set. We're working on, we're going to do a couple of different options, um, including um, looking externally at um, getting help finalizing the checklist portion of it um, to best allocate points to make sure they're grounded in, you know, strong building science um, to make sure that it's, you know, both effective and usable for um landlords as well as actually making um the d- the type of difference we would want in accordance with our a two zero goals. Um the goal for that would be to hopefully have that kind of that part at least finalized by early spring kind of thinking march um, end of march being there. Um at which point once that once that checklist is there, having everything going back out to the task force um who was originally part of it as well as um continuing the community engagement with the various um uh, affected interests so you know sometime um of course this kind of depends on where herd is at with things but you know sometime late spring um early summer like just based on the planning would be a good spot um might be flexibility depending if
1: something goes awry here or there but that um that seems feasible Okay, so basically
2: it should be like ready early spring and then depending on where herd is, then it can go afterwards, after that. And so we'd have to um, kind of time it that way.
1: All right, okay. Um,
2: And then the one placeholder that we you we do have that you mentioned was about the hydropower to have somebody come and speak in in February right
3: yep um but if if you know if the way timing works out with um planning commission wanting to do some things I think I think their meetings are the same day as ours so if if that'd be a feasibility for their February work
1: session we can we can adjust that as needed all right okay
2: so it looks like we have a good plan for the beginning of the year, the first, first um, three or four months of the year, and um, and then John and Joe and I can get together and then and and schedule the other the other topics. Is there anything else anyone? I mean, I just it seems like we're making amazing progress here. Um, is there anyone anything else anyone wants to say, or ask about, or suggest? Okay, council members, gentlemen, oh, sorry, commissioner.
7: I wonder about timing for the solar landfill project,
10: discussing um, potential changes, of course, since I guess OSI is in the holding pattern right now, I wonder how long do you expect to maintain that holding pattern for us to have a conversation in the future
1: about that before we start making steps forward on you know, another path. That makes sense. Yeah. Um,
3: I'm not hundred percent sure on my end. So I will, I'm definitely gonna have to check and get back to you. I know again, part of it, like we kind of said, IRA and such is some of it's tied to that where, you know, um, as people calling in have mentioned, there are incentives rebates there for local governments, but again, we just don't know what that structure is to make, um, enough of a you know decision to really say what it is um other parts of it are just the overall cost um which is uh stuff that we are still looking into um
1: but i i can check back and get a better answer for you thanks
2: joe right commissioner hart
1: i was just wondering about
10: the um the timing of the update on the energy concierge services relative to some of the other programs that might be rolling might be rolling out whether it's information about inflation reduction or other bulk buys or other things like that in in terms of helping capitalize to some extent on on some of the excitement um, and uh, energy around the around some of these things to be able to um, understand how the scope of those services perhaps might be able to tie into to helping residents, building owners, and others understand how to make most effective use of, of some
1: of these other programs?
2: Excellent, excellent question. And that can be used as a topic that we can consider. Um, is Do you have like a quick little update on that, Joe, about the uh, energy concierge?
3: Yeah, I was actually, I was going to say it in the OSI report out, but this works just fine, um, works better even. Um, so it's currently in the pilot phase. Uh, we're working with um, Elevate and EcoWorks um, as contractors. Uh, they're getting ready to start recruiting people for the, pro, uh, for the pilot. Um, so trying to get a bunch of different use cases to kind of see, um, you know, both different types of. Or different types of buildings, different types of um, participants, different types of, you know, trying to get as many uses as we can to see how it works best for as many people, as many buildings, as many financial situations as possible. Um, The pilot projects are going to be starting in the spring um, and it's uh, slated to be completed with a report to the city um, by the end of June. So um, if we want to talk just, you know, broadly about kind of the things that should be thought about that can obviously kind of happen at any point in time, Um, they are thinking about all those different things um, and are going to be part of the pilot. Um, But if we want to have like the most informed discussion, um, it would be, you know, probably better once that report is kind of out so we can kind of look through the report, see what works, see what didn't. Um, So it would kind of just depend on what um, type of conversation you want
1: that to be.
2: Is there a way that we can look at the pilot or in some so that we can know what if there's anything we want to suggest, even though they might be considering everything, it might is there any way that we can just see how they're structuring it and what kind of information they're gonna be how they're gonna be providing the information they can be providing?
3: Yeah, I can um I can check with Julie Roth. Um she's leading that from the city side. Um, yeah, so we can we can check in to see either, you know, if we want to do a You know smaller update early on kind of seeing all that and kind of having that discussion and then discuss further once the report we can we can certainly do so but i will i will check in to see uh what would be helpful on that end
2: all right and you said that the report's going to be out in the spring then
3: um the pilot will be taking place in the spring the report will be by the end of end of june
2: and okay the report will be at the end of june okay all right great thank you for that update. Commissioner
6: Berkowitz. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody. My thoughts have already been captured by a lot of what the other commissioners and council members have said so far. So um, I haven't felt the need to uh, speak up, but um, one thing I did want to lift up that I haven't heard yet is, um, and kind of following the context of at our last commission meeting, we heard presentations from DTE about their voluntary green pricing programs. Um, one thing i was thinking about is uh, DTE just recently filed a integrated resource plan there was also a decision around their electric rate case um, there might be new rate cases or voluntary green uh, pricing cases next year um, and so uh, i was thinking that you know potentially our audience and uh, you know us as a commission might be interested in learning more about some of the the work that the city is doing at the public service commission to hold our utility accountable um, and maybe even take a a victory lap on some of the victories they've had through the commission in the past, um, you know, negotiating legal settlements that like opened up new pilots around community energy projects um, or low income um, projects and things of that nature. Uh, That would be less urgent, by the way, um, on the, kind of time scale. Um, The uh, integrated resource plan in particular, um, the Public Service Commission will be issuing its initial decision in August of 2023. So there's plenty of time. um, The commission accepts public comment, essentially as long as the case is open. Um, So there's no urgency on that topic.
2: So basically to add um, a discussion and an update on on the IRP, and then also to to add um, kind of a recap of the success that uh, that we've had in in the realm with working with DTE, or
6: yeah, in the realm of the Public Service Responding. Commission
2: the, the, okay, the MPAC. All right.
6: Exactly. And, and maybe what future opportunities or, you know, upcoming opportunities exist other than, I just named the IRP because that's the thing I've been thinking about most, but there might be other things that, you know, Missy or others are paying attention to that, um, you know, we'd like to learn about or could be cool opportunities.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, Joe and I were talking about, um, including in our January meeting, a recap of uh the work that we did we've done this year, the successes we have had, the challenges we faced, and like what we're working with as we begin the next year. So we can we can include that in it. And so if you wouldn't mind, maybe you can just kind of send us a little recap um and and we can um include that in our in our next meeting during that part of the our agenda in January.
6: I'd be happy to perfect thank you.
2: Um, Anyone else?
1: Joe, what do you think moving forward? As in for the rest the, the rest of the meeting or yeah,
2: for our topics and in this consideration.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty content with most of what we've said so far. I am content with what we've said so far. Um and from my end at least, the way we've been talking, I don't think we necessarily need to kind of vote and rank through these priorities. It seems like there's we're in a decent spot. Um I just wanted I'm just looking over to see if there's anything we on here. Um a couple of things we haven't talked about. I just wanted to see if anyone wanted to bring up um any of their thoughts on, you know, I either how it would relate with something else or kind of any any thoughts on that. But um haven't mentioned the what district geothermal, um multifamily EV charging, uh transportation electrification and uh, some of the UM studies on scope three procurement. So I don't know if anyone wants to say anything or if they're content with where we are, but just wanted to flag
1: those as things that haven't necessarily been discussed yet one way or the other.
2: Council member Briggs.
0: Yeah, I have some thoughts on the transportation related side of things. Um, I have just am stepping down as liaison to the Transportation Commission. And obviously, Transportation Commission focuses a lot on transportation investments and biking and walking. And I know the, the recently adopted millage will have additional funding for um, particularly non-motorized um, work. I do think that when we have gotten the reports, OSI reports on um kind of our progress towards our goals. There's often the transportation side of things is a little bit brief um, in terms of how we're, the progress we're making towards our goals. Um, Reducing our trips by 50% by 2030 is a pretty bold initiative for us to have. And so I do think there's gonna need to be more coordinated efforts to think about not only how, not only the infrastructure that we're developing, but um, you know, how we prioritize our our budgets and our transportation budgets to reflect that that work that we're trying to achieve um, with very limited resources and what the impact, you know, broadly will be to the to the city. Um, you know, is transportation is thinking about it through one lens, but I think Energy Commission can think about it through another lens. I think it would probably take a little bit of um, maybe behind the scenes coordination between transportation, OSI, to make sure that we're not sort of duplicating conversations. Um, I don't necessarily think we need a brainstorming session around um, tra- all things related transportation, but thinking about um, what is the role in Energy Commission um, to help make sure we're moving forward ambitiously in this area.
1: Thanks, uh, and very- I-
2: will yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I just
3: wanted to flag for if people are not aware, um, the the whatever their acronym, AATA, the ride, um, they recently put out their, they had a zero emissions propulsion study for their buses. Um, there's a big long study and also an executive summary. Um, I believe the time for public comment is already closed on that. But if uh, for those interested, um, it's worth
1: checking out as it relates to this discussion. Okay. So,
2: um, yes, Commissioner McKenna.
1: Hi, just quickly. uh, um, I wanted to add
9: that the um, geothermal micro district or anything related to geothermal should be included with um, a building electrification discussion. So I don't think that needs to go on its own. It's really tied to getting rid of natural gas.
2: makes perfect sense, we'll bundle them. Okay. Um, I have really nothing more to add. Uh, Just wanted to quickly ask you real quick, uh, Council Member Briggs about um, your suggestion for uh, the Energy Commission to possibly work together with the Transportation Commission in some way for alignment on the energy part of transportation in the context of meeting the 2030 goals uh, reducing trips for by 50 percent um, is there is is there like a timeline that the transportation commission is working on regarding this or well
0: I don't think that they're thinking about it in terms of these, um in the they're not they're not necessarily thinking about it in alignment with the 2030 goals. Um it, it's more in alignment with rethinking how we want our transportation network to look. Um and within the lens of the comprehensive transportation plan, which of course does have the does have climate action as a component of it, but it's more based around um a vision zero approach around reducing deaths and serious accidents. And so that's an important lens to be looking at our, how we're shifting our transportation environment. And of course, one of the benefits of doing that is we're helping to advance our our climate action goals as well. But when we think about it in terms of rapidly, also trying to reach our climate action goals and how we actually prioritize our transportation funding in the city, um that also becomes important for the next budget cycle um and it also means some pretty tough conversations for our community I think so I'm not sure I have an answer to this um, in terms of but I just noticed that um I think a big portion of the transportation work of this is being left to the rightfully so to the transportation professionals in the city um And yet this is a big part of of the work that we're trying to do on our climate action goals. And so I think the Energy Commission could play a bigger role in figuring out what that role is. Um, Okay, probably worse than thought, I'm not sure, yeah. Yeah, no, this is actually
2: quite fascinating um, and definitely worth some some exploration. So, okay, I'm adding that to the list. And then when you contextualize it inside of the budget cycle, or infrastructure work that will be being done and planned and done. Um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to um, begin that sooner rather than later. Okay. I am, um, I have no, nothing else to add, no other questions. Um, all right, any, any last thoughts? No, okay. Well, would you all say that we call it an early evening? We can uh, go out and enjoy the early night. I'm feeling definitely this year for the first time ever, the effect of the really short days. It's very strange. I'm like hungry for more sun right now, like big time. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for your I participation.
3: Will, I will note we have just a couple other items just to whatever bracket out of, you know, um the osi report news commissioners and then one last public input before we adjourn
2: okay yes and thank you for um bringing the agenda back in and um let's move forward on our next item which is um the reports so we have one one item in the report that was already addressed what else would you like to share with us joe
3: Yeah, and sorry for holding everyone. I know there was the allure of leaving, so I'll make this mostly brief. Um, Actually, most of the stuff that was going to be reported kind of was brought up in questions. Um, Like I said, there was the update on the energy concierge of the going into the pilot phase. Um, We'll have a report by the end of June. Um, We also are really diving deep into strategy sessions for the millage. again, basically what it was kind of outlined in that proposed budget that was put, um, as part of the, like before the, before the voters, um, is largely what it's going to be centered around, but starting to dive into kind of the breakdowns within that. Um, so really, really putting effort into figuring out all of that. Um, I mentioned it a couple of times, but it's starting to move a bit closer, um, with the Bryant decarbonization work. Um, there was that $500,000, grant from the Mishta, which is what Michigan State Housing Authority, um, there's a couple things that are still just being wrapped up in terms of process for how the funding kind of gets from Mishta to our partner community action network, um, anticipating that some of that is starting to better flow in January with projects happening in the spring. Um, so again, be on the, be on the lookout for that. Um, Outside of that, we've been doing a couple of just holiday sustainability stuff. You can check out our latest newsletter for some, you know, just general tips and tricks on sustainability on the holidays. And we had a um, holiday cooking event uh, for focusing on local food and reducing the carbon impacts of the food we eat last Friday, if you want to check that out for a good, good time. Um, That is what I have. So I'll turn it back to you.
2: All right. So, um, as regards to the um, report from the Environmental Commission, Commissioner Mirsky is not here. so we won't have that work group updates. We don't have any current um, working work groups. Um, and uh, for as far as simply applies with committee updates. And now at this point in time, we're back to uh, public input. So as I stated earlier, um, there's an opportunity for persons to speak for three minutes. If you're watching on CTN, please call 888-788-0099 or 877-853-5247 and enter meeting ID 956-8718-7876. This information is also displayed on the meeting agenda and video feed. City staff will select callers that have raised their hand one by one using the last three digits of your phone number. To electronically raise your hand to indicate your desire to speak, please press star 9 on your phone. You'll hear an automated announcement that the host is allowing you to speak. When speaking, please move to a quiet area and mute any television or background sounds so that we may hear you clearly. Please state your name and address at the beginning of your comment.
1: I don't currently have any raised hands, but give it a minute or so here just to make sure. All right. I'm still not seeing any raised hands, so back to you.
2: Great, all right, so um, we have been discussing this entire meeting items for upcoming agendas. Uh, does anyone have anything like it specifically in particular that they would like to discuss for the January agenda? Or an update or that they would like to share, or a story that they'd like to tell, or data they'd like to provide? Okay, hearing none, we will proceed to our final item on the agenda, which is to adjourn. It is now 7.09, according to my clock. And as vice chair, I declare this meeting adjourned. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks for your hard work this year. It's been an amazing year. Thanks, good night.
1: Thanks, everyone.